Section 5 of Harper's Young People, Volume 1, Issue 9, December 30, 1879. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Harper's Young People, Volume 1, Issue 9, December 30, 1879. Santa Claus Visits the Van Johnsons. Swing low. Sweet chariot, gone for to car me home. Swing low, sweet chariot, gone for to car me home. Devil taught he would spite me, gone for to car me home. My cutting down my apple tree, gone for to car me home. But it didn't spite at me at all, Gone for to carry me home, For I had apples all to fall, Gone. Oh, Jess, shut up with your old apples, Christopher Columbus Van Johnson, And listen at that are what Miss Bowles done been a-tellin' me, Said Queen Victoria, suddenly making her appearance at the gate which opened out of Mrs. Bowles' back garden into the small yard where her brother sat with Primrose Anne in his arms. The Van Johnsons were a colored family who lived in a southern city in a small three-roomed wooden house on the lot in the rear of Mrs. Bowles' garden, and Mrs. Bowles was their landlady and a very good friend. Indeed, I don't know what they would have done without her. For when she came from the north and rented the big house, they were in the depths of poverty. The kind lady found them work, gave them bright smiles, words of encouragement, fruit, vegetables, and spelling lessons, and so won their simple, grateful hearts that they looked upon her as a miracle of patience, goodness, and wisdom. And as for baby Bowles, the rosy-cheeked, sweet-voiced, sunshiny little thing, the whole family, from Primrose Ann up to Mr. Van Johnson, adored her and Queen Victoria was happy as a queen when allowed to take care of and amuse her. "'What's dat are yo speaking?' asked Christopher Columbus. So named, his father said, "'Cause he war the fustest child, the discoverer of the family, as it war." As Queen Victoria hopped into the yard on one leg, and he stopped rocking, if you can call throwing yourself back on the hind legs of a common wooden chair, and then coming down on the forelegs with a bounce and a bang, rocking, the youngest Van Johnson, with such a jerk that her eyes and mouth flew open, and out of the latter came a tremendous yell. "'Dar now,' said Christopher Columbus. "'Yo's done gone and woke up this year Primrose Anne.' "'And I's been hours and hours and hours and hours getting her asleep. "'Girls am the worstest botters I ever see. "'I allus dishated girls.' "'Ain't yo ashamed of yourself, Christopher Columbus?' said Queen Victoria indignantly. "'When both yo sisters am girls. "'But spect yo don't want to listen at what Miss Bowles done been a-tellin' me. "'Hi, Washington Webster's a-comin', "'and I'll just tell him dat our secret all by hisself.' "'No, you won't. You going to tell me, too,' said her big brother. "'And you better stop to rolling your eyes. "'You got the sassiest eyes I ever see since the day that I was born. "'And go on with your story.' "'Story?' repeated Washington Webster, sauntering up to them, leading a big cat. "'Dragging, perhaps, would be the better word, as poor Puss was trying hard to get away. "'By a string.' 
about Master Santa Claus, said Queen, opening her eyes so wide that they seemed to spread over half her face. Miss Bowles says tomorrow's Christmas, and today's day before Christmas, and tonight Master Santa Claus go bout, lowering her voice almost to a whisper, and puts things in chillin' stockings that have their selves. And Master Santa Claus any lashin' to dat or old man with de allspice hoof? asked Washington Webster with a scared look. Allspice hoof, listen at that dar foolish young crow. Clove hoof, yo means, said Queen Victoria. That's another gem entirely. Master Santa Claus am good. He gets yo dolls and candies and apples and nuts and books and drums and whistles and new clothes. Golly, wish he'd throw some trousers and jackets and sich like fruit round here, said Christopher Columbus. Trousers with red spenders and pistol pocket, said Washington Webster, and a gold watch and a sled all yellow with green stars on it, and you'll both talk as if you've been awful good, interrupted Queen Victoria. Maybe Massa Zanny Claus disagree with yo. Who dat her done gone get her head cracked with the wooden spoon for gobbling all the hominy before the breakfast were ready, said Washington Webster slyly. I most wish dar were no Washington Websters in de whole world. I certainly do. Day's too sassy to lib, said Queen Victoria. And sich busybodies, they certainly is. But how am we to know whether we's Massa Zanny Claus is kind of good chillin', said Christopher Columbus. We might be good enough for ourselves and not good enough for him. If I knowed he come here sudden sure, I'd get some green ornamentses from old Pete Campbell. He done gone got hundreds and hundreds and piles and piles to stick up on the walls and make the house look more despectable like. Let's go and ask Miss Bowes, said Queen Victoria. Baby Bowes am fast asleep and she's in the kitchen making pies and she know everything. She certainly do. And off they trooped, Primrose, Anne, Cat, and all. "'Come in,' called the pleasant voice of their landlady when they rapped on her door, and in they tumbled, asking the same question all together in one breath. "'Master Zanny Claus coming to our house, Miss Bowles?' Christopher Columbus adding, "'Pears though we must ornament em some if he do.' Mrs. Bowles crimped the edge of her last pie, and then sat down, the children standing in a row before her. "'Have you all been very good?' she said. "'Suppose you tell me what good thing you've done since yesterday afternoon. "'Then I can guess about Santa Claus.' "'Primrose Ann cried for that our orange you'll give me,' said Queen Victoria after a moment's thought. "'And I added up quick as I could and didn't give her none, "'cause I was afraid she'd get the stomach ache. "'I carried home the washing for Mommy for two cakes and some candy,' said Washington Webster." "'And you?' asked Mrs. Bowles, turning to Christopher Columbus. "'I ran way from Dolphus Snow and wouldn't fight him, "'cause I afraid I hurt him," said Christopher Columbus gravely. Mrs. Bowles laughed merrily. "'Go home and ornament,' she said. "'I'm sure Santa Claus will pay you a visit.' And he did. For on Christmas morning, when the young Van Johnsons rushed pell-mell, helter-skelter, into the room prepared for his call, a new jacket hung on one chair, a new pair of trousers on the other, a doll's head peeped out of Queen Victoria's stocking, a new sled, gaily painted, announced itself in big letters. 
the go-ahead. Lots of toys were waiting for Primrose Anne, and four papers of goodies reposed on the lowest shelf of the cupboard. "'Pears that our Master Santa Claus don't take exact measure for boys' clothes,' said Christopher Columbus as he tried to struggle into the jacket. "'This year jacket's twice it too small.' "'This year trouser loons am twice it too big,' said Washington Webster as he drew them up to his armpits. "'Lord bless you, honeybugs,' called their mommy from the doorway. "'Yo has got tangs mixed. "'That our jacket's for the other boy, and them trousers, too.' and they all burst out laughing as Christopher Columbus and Washington Webster exchanged Christmas gifts and laughed so loud that Mrs. Bowles came over to see what was the matter, bringing baby Bowles, who, seeing how jolly everybody was, began clapping her tiny hands and shouting, Melly kiss me! Melly kiss me! End of section 5